special event of the entire maple syrup season. All the saps come out of the woodwork. Thanks for lending me the car, Dad. Don't worry, I won't scratch the rust. Are you making cracks about my better half? Richly deserves the accolades of her peers at the Missouri Blue Hair Invitational. The regular army rube whooped the Beacon Hill Big Shot. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. We've done it. I'm going to put in some horn sound effects here. We're on season nine, episode one, The Best of Enemies. Mm. It's the 199th episode overall, which means episode 200 next time. This one is directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Sheldon Bull. That's a new name. Yeah. Originally aired on November 17th, 1980, and the production code is Z404. I'm putting on my top hat. Tying on my white tie, brushing off my tails. Dooting up my shirt front, putting in my shirt studs, polishing my nails. Thank you, Charles of the Ritzy. Hey, Twinkle Toes. Yes? You take requests? I certainly do. Can I hear the refrain from singing? <laughs> You're just jealous because I got a 24-hour pass and you don't. I'm too tired to be jealous. Your pass to Seoul is my ticket to the land of Nod. Pleasant dreams, Bunky. Dreams, and I say dreams. Dream when you're feeling blue. Dream, that's the thing to do. But I get a kick out of you. I also have the plot summary here. En route to R&R, Hawkeye is flagged down by a North Korean soldier who holds him at gunpoint, forcing him to treat his wounded comrade. Back in camp, the officers change partners in a bridge tournament. Mildred and her partner took first prize in the big Hannibal, Missouri bridge tournament. Oh, you must be very proud. As in Peacock, Padre. She even enclosed a diagram of the winning hand. I take it that the winning hand had a gun in it. How's that? Oh, forgive me, sir. Being a past master myself, I always had a particular reverence for the game of bridge. Always depresses me to see people attempted who are better suited to canasta or panguini. Are you making cracks about my better half? Not at all, sir. I'm sure she richly deserves the accolades of her peers at the Missouri Blue Hair Invitational. Now get this, boy. Me and Mildred were playing bridge when you were still making gum marks on your silver spoon. We're the best mixed doubles bridge team in the entire Show Me State. That is roughly the equivalent of being the finest hockey player in all of Ecuador. Think you're pretty smart, don't you? Would you care to put your money where your foot is? What say we have a little showdown of our own? Sir, are you challenging me? You bet your blue blood. I'd slap you across the kisser if I had a glove. 
preferably one of Primo Carnera's. I must warn you, sir, it is I who shall stand victorious or your fallen carcass. My sister Honoria and I were four times champions of the Beacon Hill Bridge Society. And guest stars in this episode, well, we only have one really, and that is the legendary, the most well-known person in America, American, <laughs> Mako, <laughs> who plays Lee Han. Now, Mako has appeared in four episodes of MASH, and uh, please look back on our episodes to find out what he's done, because he's done huge amounts of work. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. he's probably one of the more well-known Asian-Americans oh, out there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, I'm sitting here with my brass exposed. Oh, hi. Sorry if I took your parking space. I'll be out of here in a jiffy. Look, I'm not armed. See? No guns, no bombs, no errors. Look, why, why, why don't you take the Jeep? It's dead. Maybe it'll fill your quota. Check out. Check out. What? What? You... What, what, what suitcase? I'm not tall. No, you don't want it. Okay, fine. No, no, it's all right. Pin up. What? What? You want, you want, you want the medical bag? You got it. There. Wear it in good health. And it's Kajwa. Please tell Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Look, I realize I'm dressed to kill, but don't take it literally. You want me and the medical bag, is that it? Okay, you got it, sure, okay. Fine, good, okay. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Why don't you start us off, Meds? Right, um... Yeah, <laughs> I think we're on the same page. Uh, I was looking. I was just looking, turning my page over. I'd give this a seven and a half, which I'm surprised because uh, I really don't like it. Yeah, There's, it's a different theme tune to start off with, which is unusual. Um, yes, they changed it for season nine. Yeah, um, not a great fan, um, but still, hey ho. wears a yellow uh, 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 shirt in this film uh, in this mm-hmm. film in this, TV, in this episode as opposed to his uh, blue and white one which is a bit weird nice to see a different change of clothes going on there mm-hmm. interesting about this the, the road where Hawkeye's driving his jeep now, obviously, I know you've just had a devastating fire over there, and and uh, the area where yeah. uh, has, has been kind of like well, it was it was burned down years ago anyway. But I mean, that road there is that no was that no longer there because it seems to be quite a prominent road to get to, you know, the the the, the filming set there. So is that totally gone? Because I remember you saying that you can't drive there; you have to walk all the time. Yeah, there's well, the way that the public has access to the site is through walking. Right. Um, there is a dirt road that you could take that drive that you know that they would take their their uh, you know their production van because people yeah. would be picked up. They'd be parking you know parking in the parking lot outside the park and then 
in a van and then the van would drive in and drop them off. Right, so yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There, there is a road there, a dirt road that's not public access. Oh, so it's all fenced off kind of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That, that was just something I just wondered when I was watching it. See, that's how uh, interested I was in this episode. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to see Mako. And I, I, do, I do quite like the whole story of you know, Hawkeye desperately trying to persuade the soldier, like he would, um, to go back to camp because the kid's got head injuries, also got shoulder yeah. injuries. And the fact that the kid dies is also, I, I think, quite a... Sounds hard for me saying this, but quite a nice thing because the fact that it's... You can see that the soldier knows that Hawkeye is trying his best and Hawkeye knows yes. that the, the soldier is desperately upset and the fact that he goes... Hawkeye helps him dig the grave. So I seem to think I've, I've seen that bit before, something along the line. The whole bridge kind of storyline... There's some fun moments in it, and it not, it's actually it's a nice balance between the the strong storyline regarding death and the, the you know being at camp and everything like that. But I just don't. There's, there's loads of things I just don't like about it. I, I think it's because maybe I've seen it this kind of thing before, quite a few times. Yeah. And the bridge kind of game, I'm, I, I don't like. I don't know really know bridge anyway, so I don't really quite get why you you have partners and the whole thing. Which, although I do like Charles cheating. The fact Margaret thinks that uh, he's playing footsie under the table. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Like, I did like that. That was a nice bit, and, and the whole slapping it was good. But I'm, I'm afraid that I, I just it, it's considering this is an opener for season nine. I yep. don't think it's a great episode for a no plan. Yep. This is probably like maybe a th- episode three or four, you know, because yep. you always have really good, really good, mm, not too good. Um, I think this was a mistake to have this wasn't an opening episode. Yep, that's my thought exactly. Mm. This is definitely not a premiere episode. No. I, yeah, this is probably one of the weakest, well, it is the weakest premiere episode that we've had for MASH. Yeah. In my opinion. I just, I gave it a seven because I won't go any lower. Uh, <laughs> and I probably would. Yeah. You should. You should. No, I can't. I can't. Yeah, of course you can. Come uh, on. Even a, even a seven mash is still better Come TV on. than most TV Look, it's out only there. because you work in production that you, you, feel <laughs> you, can't, you can't piss on people's creative chips. <laughs> um, no, I just, it was disappointing because this is the, you know, as many people know, we record six episodes at a time and we watch six episodes and this is the sixth episode. So it was like, oh, good episode, great episode, fun episode. Mm. And this one. You know, <laughs> it was just like, oh, what a way to end our batch of, of new episodes with yeah. this episode. I really I have very I, I, I mentioned the theme. I didn't mind it. It's just different. It's the same theme. It's just they're using different instruments. It feels like mm. I thought some of the Charles Potter banter at the bridge match was fun. I didn't really care much for the officer who was down and and, you know, Hawkeye having to save him. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought the acting was great. Hawkeye, you know, portraying a doctor forced by gunpoint who, if this person dies, will possibly be killed himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was portrayed really well. You can definitely see it. I did like the fact that he, you know, the Korean, uh, North Korean, knew that he did really try to save him. I love when he's telling him to get down there to hold him and he won't do it. And he just finally grabs the gun away from the guy and throws it. And he kind of drags him to the ground and forces him. And I think that's when the guy realizes, oh, well, I really need to, you know, he's really trying to help him. I like that he he digs the grave for him. That was really nice, you know. He he could have just left and he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It was just such a ho-hum episode. There was nothing that stood out. There were no super funny lines. Mm. There was nothing... You know, no character building for me. Also, as well, there's, there's an awful lot of disrespect coming from Charles to, to Potter in this as well. And you, you kind of think, well, you know, 
I know I know Pato is a bit more kind of slightly easygoing, but he, he wouldn't normally stand for that kind of mm. really he's he's really being quite rude and nasty to him. Yeah. And it's kind of you think, well, hold on a minute, you know, you're kind of showing a bit of weakness in command here. And that's something Potter never did. He always expected him to, you know, joke about and, and have some fun, but he also expected him to respect him. And yeah. that's missing out of this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't think it was a really strongly written. I mean, and again, like we mentioned, this is the first time writer for this mm. series. You know, I don't think he quite, got the characters down no i don't think it was quite that strong of a story it wasn't original we had seen this before you know mm. with hawkeye getting you know having to help some north korean soldier. not a gunpoint but you know something similar yeah you know and the card game was just it's like they had nothing to do with all the the, the other characters so like oh well, let's let them do a you know a tournament a breach tournament um, get everyone involved. You know, it was just kind of a throw. I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea. And I apologize for people who love this episode because I'm sure they're out there, but <laughs> it just was not for me. I mean, uh, the IMDb rating for this is 7.8. So yes. people mm. like this episode, you know, it did fairly well. It did well than some of the ones that we thought deserved more on IMDb, you know, but you know, I maybe they saw something that we didn't or liked a certain character more i don't know i don't know again no like, like i said on the last episode though that i mean we are we are watching these you know six in a row and we're, we're kind of you know analyzing every episode because that's what a podcast is all about so we see yeah we're a bit more critical than what that that anyone else is supposed to be and yeah. uh, I, actually i said um the other day that i'm actually start i'm actually looking forward to when we we do end this podcast uh in whenever we do end it uh, yeah. after we've done all the episodes i'm actually looking forward to going back and watching mash again as a viewer <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? Instead of having yeah. to kind of like analyze everything and, and every do that. single one of them, yeah, because yeah, I will do. Yeah. I, I tend to do that anyway. I, you know, I tend to as soon as I finish watching a box set, I go back and start again, and, and that's what's nice about this series. But I can be choosy on what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yes, yep, yep. Why, Charles? Uh-huh. Top of the afternoon, Margaret. I dropped by because I have a little surprise that you might find amusing. It seems that our own Colonel Potter fancies himself quite a bridge player. Oh, really? Yes. And as you are perhaps aware, I am of championship caliber at the game. I wasn't aware, but I'm certainly not surprised. <laughs> Thank you. Well, the upshot of all this is that uh, after a few well-chosen lunchtime japes, I find myself challenged to a bridge tournament by the old boy. And? And I am offering you the chance of sharing the joy of taking that bumpkin to the cleaners. You're too late, Winchester. The Bumpkin Beat You Tour. <laughs> Colonel, what a coincidence. We were just talking about you. I heard every word. The old boy ain't deep, you know. Good. Then you will be able to hear clearly Margaret say that she would prefer to play with me. Where I'm from, it's first come, first served. And I'm here and you're there. Need I elaborate? Oh, you ha- both of you, as much as a woman might uh, enjoy having to distinguished gentlemen fight over her. Uh, I- Margaret, I have no intention of fighting for you. The advantages of pairing with me are obvious. A brilliant partner, stimulating play, the only hope of victory, and a dozen pair of silk stockings and $50 cash after we win. That's bribery! No! That is the American way. Survival of the richest. Relax, both of you. Charles, I have already agreed to play with Colonel Potter. After all, he is the ranking player here. Uh, 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 in other words, he ordered you. 
Confucius say, a bird on the collar beats your $50. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one here. Yes, no, uh, Loretta Sweet wanted to leave the show after the eighth season uh, to star in the TV series Cagney and Lacey, which was, of course, 1981, and she originated the part of Detective uh, Christine Cagney in the pilot movie, which actually I watched only last week, and she was really? wonderful in it. Oh, she was yeah, it was good. I watched it. I watched it when it way back in the day. Yeah. Um, no executives wouldn't let her out of a contract, so the role went to Sharon Glass. Actually, that's not true. Uh, another actress took on the role before Sharon Glass, so there was there's was another person in between there. Yeah, but but in the end, uh, in the end, he went, he went to Sharon. Is the Glass, one yeah, that became the main. Yeah. yeah. It's just interesting yeah. to know that there's actually been three actresses to play uh, so, uh, Detective Cagney. You know. Yeah, yeah, I do love that program. I mean, it's it's it's, it's 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 I guess it's kind of disappointing that they wouldn't let her out of the contract to do mm. it. But then again, you know, she did sign a contract and she was. It's true, but to... there, there was a point where I think Aldous asked her and said that they, they were thinking that this was going to be the last series of Match. Yes, yeah, I think uh, we we mentioned that in our last batch of podcasts. Yeah, which which yes. could be the reason why the production code is Z. That's true too. Couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. True. Hmm. All right, uh, here's another one. This is Mako's fourth and final appearance. Once as a South Korean, the others as Chinese or North Korean. And uh, the North Korean soldier is armed with a Simonol SKS-45 carbine. Presumably That's for the gun enthusiasts out gun. there. It's a gun, yeah. That's <laughs> they will probably tell me I've said that wrong there, but I don't know. Uh, oh, and as we mentioned, the theme song for this episode has been changed to emphasize the brass, the trumpet, Instead of the woodwinds, the flute and piccolo. Oh, yeah, there we go. And you didn't like it. Well, it's not that I don't like it. I just think there's, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, why? It's definitely different. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, wow, they did, they changed the, yeah. Yeah, there's something yeah. about the MASH theme tune, which kind of just, you know, you, you're homely with it, it feels good. You yeah. Know, and then, yeah. And someone comes along and messes with it, it's just a little bit, oh, hey, maybe it changes next season, maybe not, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, now, there's a crew member visible on a close-up of Hawkeye just after he's shot at while driving the Jeep. The crew member is on the side of the road in what looks like a blue jacket, possibly holding equipment. I didn't notice that. Did you see that? I didn't notice that, no. No. Oh, well, okay. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to go back and take a look. Mm. Uh, no, I won't, because I won't rewatch this episode. <laughs> more shrapnel in his head, probably a subdural hematoma. Hematoma? What am I doing talking Greek to a Korean? Look, look. One pupil is dilated. He's bleeding into his brain. I haven't got the equipment here to help him. i got to get him to a hospital. He's liable to die if we don't move him. You understand me about as well as he does. Oh, good. You operate, and I'll uh, I'll hold the gun for a while. Sancho, Ponde Hamyun Tejana. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But the chest isn't even half the problem. Pali chiro haji animin chugirutea. Right, fine, okay, sure. Yeah, right. Nice, nice looking family. Jisarami tsugumyong. Well, as long as we're trading snapshots, may I? I'll see his family and raise you a father who raised me. So, uh, we both got something to live for, you know?
All right, trivia time. Let's see. Last episode's question. Potter was all set to retire because someone in the 4077th was sending bad reports about him to i Who was sending the reports? It was Corporal Joe Benson. Boo. Yeah, don't like Corporal Benson there. Now, this episode's question. The 4077th got caught up in a mystery novel. What was the title of the novel? Hmm. <laughs> Go ahead and send your answers to a mash 4077 podcast at gmail.com. I love the way we both went, hmm, as we look at the answer <laughs> in the script there. I know. I, can, I have the answer right here, but I'm not telling you guys. I would never guessed it, but um, good no. luck to you. Coolahan Honeycutt beating the daylights out of Potter Winchester. It's a topsy-turvy world we live in, folks. Oh, my God! Watch my dust! What a massacre. The Davids are about to slay the Goliaths. This is your fault, Winchester. You wouldn't support my heart. You wouldn't support my diamonds. Winchester, I'd like to trump your face. That does it. Small slam. We win the rubber. Beaver biscuits! Oh, that winning made me thirsty. Colonel, I can state quite categorically that you are the Doodles Weaver of Bridge. Thank you. I like it. Of course you do. Clinger, I leave this the small matter of the wagers to be settled. Are you kidding? Everybody bet on either Potter or Winchester. Who knew that these two would turn out to be the winners? Uh, Clinger, if you'll recheck your receipts, I think you'll find someone did bet on Houlihan and Honeycutt. Hey, you're right. 20 bucks on Houlihan and Honeycutt bet by... Father Francis Mulcahy. Hey, Father, how come you knew Margaret and I would win? My money was on her and Charles. <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. I knew if those two ever teamed up, their giant egos would cancel each other out. Besides, any horse player will tell you when the money is split between the favorites, bet on the long shot. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash mash4077podcast. Or just type in mash4077podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to MASH 4077 Podcast all over the interwebs. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, not a favorite of ours. Nah. And I don't think it had any good points either. So <laughs> I can't even look on the bright side. All right. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. If you had led clubs after I bit them, we wouldn't be here now as dumb waiters. Buzz off, Slim, and I did lead clubs. You led spades. Clubs looked like little clover things. The spades looked like little shovels. I'm going to take a large shovel and knock you to Guam. Uh, what a shame wasted all these years as a doctor when I could have been doing this for a living. Hanukkah. Huh? Hello. Well, well, the chef has prepared your breakfast as per your request. The eggs are crisp and brown and the bacon is yellow and runny. May you gag on every bite. Why should this breakfast be any different? Good heavens, what time did he drag himself in? How would I know? I was asleep. Looks of him, he had one wild R&R. &R. <laughs> he 
calls himself a doctor. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with The Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.